Ricky is a defiant young city kid who finds himself on the run with his cantankerous foster uncle in the wild New Zealand bush. A national manhunt ensues, and the two are forced to put aside their differences and work together to survive. Welcome to the list off. Hunt for the wilderness. Yeah. Have you ever camped out under the stars, man? No, but I would like to try that. Right. It's horrible. <laughs> You've, you've thrown shit, shit into this, into this fucking sandwich. The Simpsons Podcast that became a Futurama Podcast. Yeah, I'll fix it if it yes. Welcome to the List Off. TBN presents the List Off, a Simpsons podcast that became a Futurama podcast that flamed out very quickly and is now something that we actually want to do. Movies. We're talking movies again. It's movies, and we're here to talk about a movie. And I'm one of your hosts, Greg. Oh, and I'm one of your hosts, Alan. And that's the way it's been for the past, god damn, 10 years or something? Wow. 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 What are we doing with our lives? We're having fun. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> we're having fun with it. Um, and since we're on a remote call, I want to get our guest on as soon as possible. Sure. So she doesn't have to just watch just us sit there and talk. And be silent. Yeah. And it's silly. That's true. Uh, our guest today is... Uh, uh, long time listener. Really? Uh, yep. Long time, <laughs> long time sister in law, Amanda Revilla Johnson. Welcome. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm excited. We are here I to really talk am. about a film uh, from our list. The premise by now should be very clear. Yes. I don't know. I always wonder, like, are people going to jump in randomly at random episodes? Probably not. They might. What they number? Might. What number this is, is this on this the is number forty-four? Number forty-four. Okay. So um, we're doing our countdown. Top fifty. We're jumping in randomly. We well, we are. We don't need to reveal that, but we we did. Just not. <laughs> we're not recording. Nobody in order. has to know. Yeah, no one needs to know. But now they do. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so. I mean, it's it's interesting because we don't want to spoil future uh, movies. Yeah, but we can theoretically spoil previous ones. Yes. So, like, her great movie. Yeah, great movie. I'm sure it stands <laughs> we up. We haven't on recorded a it yet. Edge of Tomorrow, pretty fucking cool. I did rewatch that because I did think we were, we were doing do it, it until yeah. Allie told me she was going to be out of town. Well, dang. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Edge of Tomorrow rips. I know. I'm very excited to rewatch that one. Great for, film for this. Uh, which by now I already would have. Yeah. Uh, time ghost, is weird. Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol. Any time. I mean, we'll any just, excuse. We're to just gonna. That. We're just gonna plop in our commentary, right? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> We're talking no. about Hunt for the Wilder People. Yeah. Which is a 2016 film. Yeah. Um, should we dive in? I mean, yeah, let's do uh, it. it. It was uh, yeah. uh, number 44, as mentioned, on our list. Uh, it's got It got 43 points. It was on four of 20 lists, um, including our guest today, Amanda. Um, you had it at number seven. I don't know if you recall. I did. I did. <laughs> it's, such, it's such a great movie. It's delightful. And overall, I just love it. And Greg, yeah, did you have this on your list? Not even close. I, I hadn't seen it. <gasps> I hadn't so you seen saw it, it for the first time I saw it this for the morning. First time this morning, yeah. And what'd you think? Incredible. And what did I think? <laughs> well, let's get into it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I thought it was okay. I thought it was fine. Um, by the by, the end of the movie, I. I pretty much got it. I was like, "Oh, I see why this is a 
why why a lot of people like this movie. Um, I I found some of it to be the to be honest. If I had seen it in 2016, I probably would have thought it was a masterpiece, a like a straight up a capital G great movie. Um, but as it stood this time around, because for me, the sheen has come off of Taika Waititi quite a bit. Mm. Um, I agree. I've, uh, it was, it was a little bit, the movie was, was fighting an uphill battle. One that it ultimately overcame for me because like it's well-written. It's very well-performed. It's a very charming movie. Um, but I, I I wish I had seen it in theaters in 2016, and I ha- I remember distinctly having the chance to doing it, to to do that and not uh, grabbing at the chance, and it's one of those uh, it's one of my many regrets in life. Had you seen at that time? Had you seen other Taika films like What We Do in the Shadows? Or uh, I would have seen What We Do in the Shadows at yeah, that point. Eagle vs Shark. Yeah, I, uh, What We Do in the Shadows was the one that I had seen, and I don't remember if it's on the list or not. Um, I won't say either uh, way. Yeah, we we won't <laughs> say either way. Um, but I love what we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows, yeah, great film. Yeah, absolutely great film. Yeah, uh, I definitely saw what we do in the shadows. Uh, was the first Taika I'd see. actually I did see Eagle vs Shark, but like so long ago, mm. and I didn't know who Taika was at the time. Um, I thought it was fine. I haven't rewatched it since. I don't know. I maybe it is great. Maybe it's crummy because it's a pretty low budget uh kind of romance movie if i remember correctly and i haven't seen that one but i remember seeing boy boy's good i we, we saw boy okay greg's greg's smirking he's or grimacing boy's at fine. boy i thought boy was pretty good okay but i watched that one after uh m- most of the taikas that i had seen um and but yeah i saw i saw what we do in the shadows specific it's funny because i have a visceral memory of both what we do in the shadows and this one because what we do in the shadows, I saw in Portland uh, when a group of friends and Oregon I were, or Maine, uh, Oregon. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Very important distinction. Um, but a bunch of friends and I were there, and we were like, "Oh, let's go see this this movie that I don't think any of us had really heard of or known much about." It was just at, like an independent movie theater there. Yeah. Um, and at the time, it was a novelty that you could order a beer, <laughs> and you could bring it into the theater with you. This is the United States, baby. This is the land of freedom. Yeah. <laughs> so that was cool. Uh, now you can do it wherever. Canada's the land of freedom again yeah. now, well, obviously. Slightly. Yeah. Uh, we can, <laughs> there's some problems. You could order a can of wine. You can. <laughs> yeah. Wine in a can. Delicious. Or go to the VIP theater and get a fishbowl uh, of, of booze, course, which of is what I do, because then I don't have to order more. Or it lasts me the whole movie. Be around children. I what Cineplex VIP is eighteen up. Oh, I see what you're it's saying. It's awesome. <laughs> um, I preferred the not children part. Yeah. Yes, that yeah. is that is a, a def- definite positive. You ever go VIP. to? You remember? You remember going to bathrooms in movie theaters? How disgusting they are! Yeah, let me tell you a story. Oh boy! Oh, it's a real. <laughs> it's a real quick one. Uh-huh. The um the last time I saw Mission Impossible Seven. In theaters, very time, recently, what, time five? three, okay. time three. It'll be the last time. All right. Uh, I went 
I knew that it's a long movie, yeah. and it's the, my third time, so I'm like, I can go pee now. Right. You know, you know what scene you can. Yeah, and it's yeah. the scene where like it's it's right after um, the Venice mission where they're sure. finally yeah. recruiting Grace. Yeah, they're just they're chatting. They're Have chatting. you seen this movie by the way? You seen the new Mission Impossible? Is that the that's the newest, the newest one? one? Yeah. yeah. I did not. Okay. But that's okay. Talk about it because you, I'll probably see it later. Get minor spoilers, but you, you gotta go see it in theaters. Go see it. Tom Cruise needs your money. He really does. He's <laughs> suffering. His children need wine. Because <laughs> <laughs> they never see their dad. All oh, right, boy. <laughs> so, um, what a sad person. Sorry, life. I can't come to your birthday. I'm busy flying this turbo jet. <laughs> uh, so anyway. Uh, that is a long walk to say. When I went to the bathroom, there was a turd in the urinal. Oh, no. Ew. Yeah. It's, That's unfortunate. It's disgusting. Now, here's the question. Was it the low urinal for children? No. You know what I mean? Like, no, you know it there's wasn't. One, there's usually one that's <laughs> yes. like slightly lower for I, little little tiny babies. I know what you're talking about. And it wasn't. <laughs> it was in a, So it was either a grown adult. Yeah. Who did it? Someone had to hoist themselves. <laughs> or, <laughs> or like an this adult bringing, held a child over it. This is very new insight into <laughs> men's bathrooms. Oh, yeah. It's a wild, it's a wild, wild world. It's awful. And <laughs> it's all fun. I could think of was this wouldn't have happened at the VIP. VIP <laughs> <laughs> uh, wouldn't do me dirty. No. TB on the list off is proudly sponsored by Cineplex VIP. Go <laughs> check it out in Seton and University District here in Calgary, Alberta. Order yourself a fishbowl. Get yes. blackout drunk during the movie. <laughs> I mean, that's what the recliner chairs are for. Uh, yeah. You just you drink to, a fishbowl and then you fall asleep. So it has to shake you awake. And then suddenly the Trinity test happens and you're awake. <laughs> ah. Oh, I saw that movie a second time in theaters. I saw. I don't think I've seen you since I've seen it. Oh, yeah? But I've seen it. Oh, fucking rules. It's great. It's such a good movie. Anyway, that'll be on our future uh, top 50 of the 2020s. Yeah, I mean, probably like <clears throat> what a when we're still doing this podcast what in twenty thirty one. Good month July oh, was. <laughs> what Craig's we... getting all all jazzed. I was I just thinking about how fun my July was at the movies. <laughs> it was such a good month. Yeah, well, they had they kind of had to because now we're gonna have you know twelve months of sadness. That's right, Dune delay, Dune delay. <laughs> There's gonna be more. There's gonna be more delays. Yeah, you can't have nice pushed. things because the studios don't want to give us nice things. Yeah, resolve um, the strike, you fox. So I'm talking to the studios. The writers, please keep picketing. Anyway, so Amanda, hi. What's your um, what is your relationship with Taika Waititi as a filmmaker? To well, get us listen, back on track. Mm. So I probably I think same as you guys hunt or no. Um, what we do in the shadows is probably my first experience. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I've never heard of it. And I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's great. He's amazing yeah. and different, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then when Hunt for the Wilder People came out, Kevin's like, oh, we got to watch it. And I think we watched it at, sorry, if you can hear the dog next door. That's it's... Okay. She's wild. <laughs> um, Movie Mill in Lethbridge is where we saw. That's where I, I saw it, saw. too. Okay. That's Did what we I was going to say. I, mm, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> but I, I honestly was trying to remember uh, like who I saw it with because I was definitely like, I saw it at the movie mill. I yeah. don't remember who I was with. So it's possible. So possibly because Kevin was like, yeah, this is what we saw at the movie mill. I'm like, did we? 
that doesn't track for <laughs> sure. Sound right. But that's probably when we saw it. And then I think at the time, and I think like what Greg said was at the time, if you watched it in 2016, it was probably the best movie ever. And we rewatched it this weekend. I was like, I don't remember anything that happened <laughs> in this movie and watching it now. I'm like, okay, I mean, it's still good, but it wasn't the same feeling I had when I watched it the first time. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I, I think the, ro- the, uh, what was the saying you used? The rose fell off the, the I crown? mean, the bloom has come off the that's rose I- <laughs> on, on Taika Waititi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I feel that way a hundred percent, mostly because I mean, I still, I still was on board uh, for Thor Ragnarok. Oh yeah, right? definitely. I thought that was a fun movie. Still, that was a great movie. And then uh, they did the big mistake of giving him another Thor movie, and it's dog shit. Um, and but then it's not, also, it wasn't that. It, no, we both had the same well, reaction. I, I know say. what you're gonna do. I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> and it's so weird that this is what did it. Free guy. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's his supporting role in Free Guy. One of a the bad worst, movie, a bad movie, but like one made of, worse yes. by his performance. Like it would be just a a movie I didn't care for if his performance was completely removed. I would just be like, yeah, okay, I see what they're doing. Not not for me, yeah. but like that performance mm-hmm. makes me be like, this is a bad movie now. Yes. <laughs> you've you've thrown shit into this fucking sandwich, <laughs> and now it tastes like shit instead of just bread. Yeah, <laughs> it tastes like shit. <laughs> It was a lettuce and mayonnaise sandwich. (laughs) You know, I'd eat that and I'd be like, all right, I mean, it's fine. Like, I don't want it. And I I don't ever want to order this again. And I don't know why you would serve this to me. (laughs) But like, whatever, it's fine. I'll eat it and it'll at least like fuel me for a few hours. But you put some shit in there. And I'm like, why would you do this to me? (laughs) Why would you put shit in this sandwich? Act it's actively disgusting now. Yeah. Um but yeah, his performance in that movie is so like one of the worst comedic performances I've ever seen. And then yeah, just that is what kind of clicked in my brain. It's like I don't think I like him as a person anymore. Yeah. Um but all that being said And it made him impossible to root for in well, Jojo yeah. Rabbit. That's right. Yeah, Jojo Rabbit was yeah. uh yeah, was a difficult one because I mean he's playing Hitler, which could be a very funny satire. And it's and exactly it what he's going That's for. That's what he's going for. I, I don't dislike Jojo Rabbit, but it's a similar kind of vibe of like, I just don't like it. But before Free Guy, I'm rooting for him. Yeah. As a, right. yeah, as yeah. a person and as a mm-hmm. filmmaker. Well, even in, when he had his little cameo in Hunt for the Wilder People as mm-hmm. the priest, even watching that today, I was like, well, I don't know if I like this. That's exactly... But- yeah, exactly what I was thinking too. When I rewatched this movie, I still personally I still think this movie is really lovely. I really like it. Um, but it was that moment where I was just like, "Oh, like I don't like this scene," <laughs> especially because it's you know it's a funeral scene and he's a priest and he's doing like a comedic shtick kind of thing that the game, is like ick vibes. Yeah, it just it was just kind of like uh, like like the the charm of this movie is Ricky Baker and curmudgeonly Sam Neill. Like, their dynamic mm-hmm. is what makes this movie work. And having this weird side character that's only in the one scene, and is only the, you know, the weird thing a lot of directors do of, like, ah, I got to be Alfred Hitchcock, or, you know, like, got to have a little cameo in all my movies. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan does it too, but, you know, he makes great movies. But we love uh, Shyamalan's cameos. <laughs> we, 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 we stan M. Night. Um <laughs> 
but it's uh yeah it's just that feeling of like oh, why'd you have why'd you feel like you had to put yourself in here my my friend um yeah and uh so yeah i didn't like that scene but i think the rest of the movie is really lovely i i i will admit when i first saw it i really liked it and so i had good memories this time i had a similar thing with you amanda where i was like i actually forget about most of this movie like I was like, I remember, because like, especially with the beginning where, you know, he has his aunt, right? That's why he's Mm -hmm. brought into this home. Bella. Bella, thank you. Um, I was like, I thought it was just him and Sam Neill. Like, I literally was like, I don't, like, why is there three of them? And then I was like, oh, right, she dies. (laughs) And it's really sad and sudden. Uh, Which is, honestly, I think also like a great premise for this kind of movie where it's like the the dad uh, figure is begrudging like he he's like i didn't just agree to this i'm just with her and that's why i was like okay i'll help you raise this kid but like as soon as she's out of the picture he's like yeah like i didn't want to have you so like go back to the foster care system it makes the ytd cameo more egregious with its placement because it comes it's a it's a smash cut immediately after uh we see sam neil um grieving over his wife yeah um over her and we assume that she just collapsed of uh any number of things like a yeah. heart attack or a stroke or something like that yeah um and then it smash cuts to a uh to a funeral which would be fine but then it's but then it has the comedic it, it, it has the tone, comedic yeah. tone tonal shift which is not the same really in the same comedy mode as the rest of the movie and it's like it's such a whiplash that i actually kind of found it um not offensive, but just super annoying mm. in a way. Because to me, yeah. the movie is fighting an uphill battle when I was when I'm watching it uh this morning. I'm first off, I I'm not a, I'm not a Taika Waititi fan. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of his. Um second off, oh, is this gonna be another little kid movie by Taika Waititi? <laughs> Does he have anything else to say? Um does he ever grow up? The answer is no. Um <laughs> but then the uphill climb, he he starts to overcome it by like being like, oh, this kid's actually a good performer. This kid's actually quite a find. He's actually um, interesting and he's got depth. Uh, and the woman who he casts as Bella is quite lovely. And then, of course, he's got the ace in the hole that is Sam Neill, one of my f- all-time favorite actors. Yeah, perfect um, casting. And then he he overcomes it by having this really wonderful moment, and it's a very very heartbreaking moment of uh, Ricky Baker stumbling across Hector grieving over uh, Bella, and then undermines it completely by this <laughs> by this smash cut. And I'm like, okay, we rolled all the way back down the hill again, yeah. And now it's got to yeah. overcome that, got to climb again, and yeah. it does. To the movie's yeah. credit, it does manage to do that. So I do like I do like this movie. Um, and it's almost like, despite, uh, Taika Waititi's worst instincts, um, which I mean, like Thor Love and Thunder is the movie that shows his, his worst instincts as a director. And it's the, it's the Mm -hmm. attempt to inject comedy into everything. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's exactly it with the funeral scene. Like you don't need to inject comedy into that scene. Like that's, that's the one scene in the movie you can have no comedy. (laughs) Yeah, like let sad moments be sad moments. Exactly. Yes, um, and I think, and that's the thing. I think that later on in the movie, he does allow those moments to happen, and I think it's on the strength of the performers more than anything. But like, I bawled this time watching. I don't remember if I cried the first time I watched it. I'm sure I did, but like really? this time when 
Sam, when like after all the climax and everything has happened, and Sam Neil reads his haiku. <laughs> Uh, to Ricky Baker, and then he comes and hugs him. I was a wreck. I was like, this is the most like charming and heartwarming, like surrogate father and son kind Mm -hmm. of situation. That was just like, that's 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 what I wanted from this movie too. You know, is like again, like this guy who's just this like gruff, like curmudgeon who's just like, ah, I I just want to hunt and and go in the into the bush, and uh, I want to disappear for a while. (laughs) And he's like, I don't want, I don't want you, kid. Get out of here. And and he's like, Oh, but I'm charming. Uh, <laughs> and like by the end, but but like throughout the movie, they have their disagreements and stuff. But then they have moments of like, you know, like I, the other moment I really like is when they're in the little bunk beds, right? And he's like, um, I, I can't remember exactly the dialogue, but Sam Neill says something along the lines of like, Ah, I'm sure because he's 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 talking about his mom, right? Uh, Ricky Baker. He's mm-hmm. like, ah, I don't know if my mom would have liked me or something. And he's like, ah, I'm sure she would have. You're pretty likable <laughs> and just like rolls over and goes to bed. And it's just like this little moment of like letting his guard down and just like revealing like, you know, like you're a cool kid. Like I can't, mm-hmm. I can't fight that anymore. But then like after that, they still have fights and you know, obviously the climax, they have like a shouting, like you're a traitor and he pulls a gun on him and shoots him in the ass, you know, like it's good thing. It's, it's just great. a 22. Holy moly. <laughs> I don't know anything yeah. about guns. So that, I will take your word for it. I mean, if it's more than if it's like a thirty cal, that might have taken his ass off. Oh no! If it's a twenty-two, that's more of just like a just like an ouch. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it hurts like shit. Sure, but you've been shot in the ass with a twenty-two? No, but I've All seen right. a bear get shot by one. <laughs> and the bear's like, "Ow!" They don't like oh, it. Oh shit, that hurts, man. They don't like it. Fuck. Um, <laughs> it well, like a twenty-two is a lot like it's that boar scene. You know that oh, yeah. the that um, actually really good boar scene. That's a that's a really you know, top ten boar scenes. Yeah, in movies, <laughs> this is one of them. Uh, like as soon as that happened, I'm like, oh, Zag's gone. So I was ready for Zag to. Oh my god, oh, that I was, was that was hard. Yeah. That was hard. You don't I put could've. two dogs in a movie if <laughs> unless one of them's going out. Right. That's one. That's like rule number two of screenwriting. Yeah. Right. Number one is save uh. the cat. <laughs> Number, Number two, kill one, kill one dog. Dogs. Yeah, <laughs> like that was a hard scene to watch. Yeah. It was. It was so sad. It's yeah. really but, yeah, it's rough. You know, I had like a weird because like, but damn, Sam Neil plays it well. He does. Oh, and and you know, I I think what yeah, what really worked for me with that scene is like it's very sad, but I also found it really like beautiful in a way because Sam Neil, the whale Sam Neil, the way Sam Neil played it. Um, was very much like he's obviously like sad that he lost his dog, but he's also like really glad this dog like had like such a positive thing in his life, you know. And he like he's he's not like mad at the kid or like mad at the boar. Like there's none of that like kind of like anger that comes out from the dog's um, untimely death. But he completely understands who this dog is, yeah, and what this dog is, and what and it he's, meant to and him. he helped save him from the boar, right? And that's yep. like a, a thing too that he's like thankful for. And so it was really beautiful, but also very sad. Well, he also is. It's a it's a wordless teaching moment mm. to to Ricky, where like everyone uh, who is an adult um, sees this and is like, he's got to shoot that dog. Yeah, he has to. Yeah, yeah, it's you. It's suffering. It's yeah. it's suffering. Mm-hmm. You have to do that. And Ricky says, "No, don't do it." Like a normal kid would. Yeah. Um, because he doesn't understand that you got to do this. Yeah. Uh, and it's a teaching moment, and it's a very uh important moment. And the part that almost made me cry this time was when he says, "What does that say?" 
Oh yeah, when yeah. Oh, when he buries I actually love the, the kind of and that aspect of the film too is that he can't read. Yeah, and when when Ricky Baker says it says Zag, and Sam Neill's just like. Good, good, yeah. Aww. That's, good. Uh, that's yeah. so nice. My heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna cry I all love, over again. I love the part where he's like, "Reading stupid." <laughs> he's just so like <laughs> digging his heels into like, "No, why do I need to read? No, it's stupid." I love that. And then when he's trying, like when he's learning to read at the end, again, like that whole end sequence, I think is just so so beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's just a, such an endearing. Everything about it is endearing. Oh. And I love it. That's why it's number seven on my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, just, I had to double check. It was not on my list either. I didn't think it was, but I just wanted to double check. Uh, but uh, but it's, yeah, it's it's such a good movie. Um, I'm glad I'm glad I rewatched it for this, for this pod because I feel like it's one that, especially as we were talking about Taika falling off the bloom, uh, <laughs> Yep. I, I don't know what the sayings are. Um, Wilting on the vine. There's <laughs> yeah, so yeah, many. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know if I ever would have rewatched this movie because of that aspect, right? Like, right. like just of like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if I want to rewatch a Taika Waititi movie um, that I that I didn't remember much about. But I'm glad I did because now I think this is a solidly one of his best movies. Um, I think What We Do in the Shadows is also very good. I mean, it helps as you were saying, like, oh, he's doing a little kid thing again. Again, for me, what we do in the shadows doesn't have a kid thing. No, it's a, also Jermaine Clement is a yeah. co-director on that movie, right? Yeah, and so that might yeah. help his his sensibilities work really well with. Uh, I think that's the thing. Like he's also he's great at um, the the like we were talking about with injecting comedy into places where comedy isn't necessary. Necessary. Jermaine Clement's better at that. And so yeah. if he had directed co-direct this movie. That pre-scene might be really funny because maybe, maybe it would have been Jermaine's character, like Jermaine would have played it, and maybe it would have been he's a naturally more, like, drier. Yeah, it would have been a more natural because like the 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 whole I don't know we're gonna harp on this scene a lot I guess, but like the whole idea of like oh there's two doors and one what does one lead to and he's like doing this call and response like Jesus you'd think Jesus but it's not you know like it's like again it's like a sketch in a movie whereas like I feel like Jermaine would have made it like more like natural like. You would believe that this would happen at a at a small funeral, you know, where the priest was clearly just brought in, didn't actually know the person, probably, you know, because that happens. That's how most funerals work. Yeah. Like they just bring in someone who's of the cloth yep. to be like, ah, oh, I, you know, and I like I don't know about you guys. I've been to so many funerals where the priest, whoever, whatever you want to call it, is like, I never actually met blank, but. I believe that they were, and they start like saying, and I'm like, you, what? You just said you didn't know them. <laughs> Why are you saying all these? Like, I get what you're doing. You're trying to help the grieving families, but it's still annoying to me. Well, they're just doing their job. I know that's literally it's their, dumb. In their it's a job dumb job. job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. <clears throat> yeah, I guess. And it can't be us heathens. Yeah, um, got to be a neutral third party. <laughs> that's right. Representing the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys feel like camping at all when you watched this movie? Because I sure did. I wanted I, Amanda. I never want to go camping. I was about to say. Neither do me, I. It made me want to avoid camping. Like as soon oh. as he like trips and like breaks his ankle or whatever, I'm like, yeah, that's why I don't do that. Because <laughs> like that would be my nightmare. Like at least he's a bushman and like knows how to survive. But I would be like, I'd be dead in a day. I'd be like, oh, that's it for me. <laughs> It did I mean, make I me. I didn't say bush camping. Right. I just... Sure. Yeah. Just camping in general. Of course. That's, I. I would definitely glamp. I would go to a place where there's running water and toilets and a nice comfy bed. Yeah. And then yeah. just like uh, you know, the forest is nearby. That's that sounds yeah. great. 
But yeah. like actually going somewhere where I'm away from like civilization and, and amenities, um, uh, I'm terrified. I just wanted to feel cozy in the woods. <laughs> That's true. That's what this made He does me feel. look pretty cozy when he makes his little his little uh, broken know. ankle camp or whatever they call it. Have you ever camped out under the stars, Amanda? No, but I would like to try that. Right, it's horrible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good then. Zero out of ten. <laughs> Do not horrible? recommend. Hey, it's uh, <laughs> it's cold all the time. The it's like your your feet your feet are too hot. Your head is too cold. <laughs> Uh, then when uh, some thermal socks, you would think. Well, yeah, I do. And uh, let me finish. All right. And then the 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 ground, it's not soft. It's Mm. it's rocks and and like they say, find a bed of moss. Well, bugs live in there. (laughs) Oh, um, it's an unpleasant experience. Have you ever seen the show Alone though? Mm. No. You know the part of this movie where they're just like, like he he breaks his ankle and they're just camping in a in like a lean to for a couple minutes. Yeah, that's alone for seasons, where oh. they just go around the bush all alone, hunting things sounds, with bows like and arrows. It's the best. Sounds awful. Have you seen? Uh, is, is that that's not the same as the one. Is it Naked and Afraid? Naked or? and Afraid is a different one. That one? And that one, That's they're it. naked. Yeah. And alone. And afraid. <laughs> and afraid. Yeah. yeah. So it's all of that, but yes. naked. Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. that would be awful. Yes, but naked. <laughs> but naked. <laughs> um, can we talk about Sam Neill's career for a bit? Oh, please. Being grumpy with kids. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is his good like his best shtick is not liking kids at the beginning of a movie and then liking them at the end. That's my favorite Sam Sam Neil performance. He's definitely got some Alan Grant yeah. going on here. Uh, That's what I felt. I made so I took notes during this movie, mm. and I was like, ba- "Heck and Doctor Grant equals same person, basically." Yeah. just one has a new zealand accent yeah that's the biggest difference yeah you've got the same hat they they it's (laughs) it it really feels like what alan grant's cowboy fedora would morph into yeah yeah with age (laughs) i love neil's hat oh it's so good such a good hat top 10 movie hats (laughs) he's got two of them he's got two that have to be in the top 10 movie hats yeah so, what's everyone's first experience with uh, with Sam Neill as an actor? It's Jurassic Park for me. Yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah. yeah. It's the Merlin and- miniseries for me. <laughs> I almost was going to guess that for you. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I feel like Jurassic Park and this movie is probably the only Sam Neill that I have experienced on my 35, 34 years on this planet. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. So Merlin I is know. 98. Yeah. Did you know that? I did know that. So you didn't see Jurassic Park until after 98? Uh, no, because it had scary things in it. <laughs> That's true. Gotta remember. You got dinos. I got, here's the thing. <laughs> I got so scared at the very idea of watching Jaws at a sleepover that I had to leave. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. Greg. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a true <laughs> like story. Like someone, someone just like said, like, "Hey, maybe we should watch Jaws." Maybe and you're like, should... "Mom, come get me!" I gotta go. <laughs> they didn't even decide to watch it yet. Yes, you're just like, "That's a possibility tonight." Yes, that's exactly what happened. I had to go. I love that. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> Which great is a great movie. And like, that's, what's that? It's like. Great sleepover. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm going to sleep at my own house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See you later. Enjoy Jaws. And they're like, well, we actually decided on a Goofy movie. Well, go- goodbye. And that's why I didn't see a Goofy movie <laughs> until I was 30. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. A Goofy movie was played at me. <laughs> at your house. Really? Multiple times. And I just fell asleep like <laughs> three times. We got to try again. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like when we were in our 20s. Yeah. And, like, I was drunk as a skunk, and I'm like, I'm just going to sleep now. Hmm. Wake me up and, when it's time to go to Denny's. And, <laughs> and we were like, let's watch a Goofy movie. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like me. Did you finish watching Goofy movie? Like, have you seen it till the end? No. Oh, Greg. No. We have it on DVD here, and I've never bothered to really finish it, because I always get, like, 30 minutes in, and I'm just like, I should wash a dish. <laughs> Well, maybe next time, wash your dishes first, then enjoy a film. (laughs) Sounds like a good... uh, No, I have to do what my mother does. Sounds like a good uh, uh, candidate for another commentary series. The Goofy Movies. The Goofy Movies? Yeah. Yeah? (laughs) You got a Goofy movie, you got an extremely Goofy movie, and end of list. (laughs) But I always wish they would do a third one. Oh, you did? We watched a Goofy movie recently, yeah. It it holds up. It holds up. It holds up. I think it's I think it's great. It's a great. Highly great recommend. Yep. Also about uh, fatherhood. Yeah. Except um, in that one, it's a bad kid. Max is a bad kid. He's a bad kid, not a bad egg. It's gonna end up in the electric chair. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> so after Jurassic Park, I like. Jurassic Park's the third, my third experience with Sam Neill. Oh, interesting. Like it's uh, it's further down. Because I guess by the time Jurassic Park is even like something that I start watching, I'm like, I'm like, oh, Sam Neill's in this. Mm-hmm. I that's Merlin. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love Sam Neill, and I've also seen him in The Hunt for Red October, and he's sure. great yep. in The Hunt for Red October. All he wants is to have a farm in Montana, and he's awesome. And then he gets one. No, he doesn't. And that's what. Hunt for the Wilder People. <laughs> he doesn't get a farm in Montana. He dies. He gets shot by a spy. Oh. Was he also grumpy in that movie? Um, I mean, he was stern. Yeah. Like, he was a f- he was the first officer, the executive office officer on a uh, Soviet sub, so I don't think he can be friendly. <laughs> well, if he's not grumpy, I don't want it. <laughs> Wait, he played a Soviet? Yes, just like Sean Connery. Yeah. Great casting. Yeah, we no, got a Scotsman and a, and a Kiwi. Yes. Uh, I, I do believe he's doing an English accent. Of course he is. <laughs> I mean, for the longest time, I did think he was uh, English. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's, Merlin. Because, well, just in general. I think. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just got the vibe. Well, I was like, I know, think... I know he's doing an like an English or sorry, an American accent in yeah. Jurassic Park. Like I was like, I could pick up on that. And I thought, and it's probably because he's British, because that was what I knew about movies at the time as well. Yeah. It was like anytime, like not anytime, most of the time, someone's clearly doing an English, uh, sorry, American accent. It's probably because they're British. Yeah, and they can't bring people from New Zealand. It's too far away. Yeah, it's too far. Yeah, 
well, that was the reasoning that they couldn't make Lord of the Rings in New Zealand for so long. It's like, it's too far away. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which is, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just glad they referenced it. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. In this movie. My, yeah. my first note um, that I had on here, bringing back to New Zealand, because mm-hmm. I think the, the opening shot was going over all of New Zealand. I'm like, damn, <laughs> New Zealand is lush AF. <laughs> We're going to get lost in this lush. It really is. Wilderness. New Zealand's beautiful. One of the most beautiful places I've never been to. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to go. That'd be great. Let's go. go. Hobbiton. Yeah, let's be. Let's I would be. be I would hundred percent. I would hundred percent be a shitty New Zealand tourist who's just like, yeah, I want to see all the Lord of the Rings shit. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> you know why we're here? <laughs> Do you think you've contributed anything else to society? No, no. Lord of the Rings <laughs> is all that matters. <laughs> and flight of the Concords commentary track coming to you this Christmas. <laughs> That's right. Hopefully for real this time. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. I feel like Jurassic Park. And then Jurassic Park 3 uh-huh. were the main things I had for Sam Neill in the 90s, like mm-hmm. so when I was younger. And Event Horizon oh, was the other one. Did you see Event Horizon? Yes. You've seen it? Yes. Amanda, have you seen or heard of this movie? I've, I, remind me, what is that It's like one? a it space sounds... horror movie. I mean, I feel like I have, I just don't I... remember it. I have, I have like, a bad memory for movies. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I have a visceral memory of this movie because it ter- It was like, it's the scariest movie ever made when I saw it as a kid. I was like, That's the scariest movie ever made. Nothing's ever going to top it. <laughs> and I honestly have not rewatched it since because I'm scared. I'm scared to rewatch it. And one of two things will happen it'll be confirmed, scariest movie ever made. Or I'll be like, This wasn't scary at all. I was a little baby boy. <laughs> Stupid idiot, Alan. You know what? I, I can say because I did see it like later in life because yeah. obviously I was too afraid to watch it because sure, I had heard that it was the yeah. scariest movie ever made. And so I just... From like, me. And so anytime, we hadn't even met yet. Yeah. Anytime, I had a blog. Anyway. Anytime anyone mentioned the words Event Horizon, I ran home. Because uh, <laughs> I knew it was the scariest movie ever made. Sometimes even just one of the words. Someone would yeah. be like, oh, what's that on the horizon? You'd be like, nah! Ah, <laughs> get me home! Uh, and so... When I finally watched it, I was like, oh, well, this is just bad uh, 90s CG mm. all over the place. And that kind of detracts from it. But Sam Neill is fucking terrifying in that movie. Yeah, because he like gets like possessed or something. Yeah, right? he's and genuinely becomes, like, scary. An evil force. Yeah. There's, and and like, my list. Yeah. And like, I don't know if it's a spoiler. I don't really care. But like, because I might be wrong as well. But my memory is it's also one of the bleakest endings. Where it's like everyone dies or something. Yeah, like it's sure, just like, not? yeah, everyone's dead now. Yeah. Bye. And I'm like, why did I watch this? Um, but yeah, it's scary. Uh did you guys watch the new new newest Jurassic Park or Jurassic World, sorry. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Sam Neill was He's back bad. at it again. Yeah. He's the only thing that I liked about that movie. Yeah, that movie was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was real bad. I honestly don't I'm, even remember much about the movie. And I I watched it pretty recently. That's okay. Yeah. It was, it was. I feel it was all about locusts and yeah. There was a thing about genetically dinosaurs. genetically engineered locusts and and how they're like designing them to eat specific crops. Yep. Because of like capitalism. Yep. And then there's something about saving dinosaurs. Yep. 
because they're but they're in the world now. The dinosaurs are like the sea storyline. Yeah, in that movie. But you remember how yeah. like Forgotten Kingdom has a pretty good ending. Fallen Kingdom. That's what I meant. <laughs> I forgot about the. Title. It has a promising ending in that it's the same ending as Jurassic Park. It's it well, <laughs> well no, it's the the whole idea of like oh what if they actually had dinosaurs integrate into oh yeah the real world and like yeah. so like it's it's a lame way it was kind of a lame way to do it but I remember just that premise was like oh that's interesting because every other Jurassic Park movie for the most part has been doing the same thing right where it's like dinosaurs are on an island. Some people go there. Some of them get killed by dinosaurs. Some of them escape. Yay. Like, that's pretty much the premise for most of them, right? Um, Jurassic World, like, had the idea of, like, what if the park actually opened, right? And I'm like, okay, that's a that's an interesting take. But then it was still just the same thing yeah. once things went haywire. And then so when it's like, well, what if dinosaurs were back on Earth, but they weren't confined to an island? They were everywhere. What would society be like? You know, like, I'm like, oh, that's an interesting idea that... They were, like, going to touch on in Dominion. Like, that was the tra- first trailer, I yeah. remember. And then it was like, no, 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 no that's fine. That's Don't worry in, about that. We're going to InGen. Yeah. It's bo- mostly going to be all on one lo- one little island again. You know, like, it's just like, what are you fucking doing? It's, um... Yeah, fucking hack, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Should we turn this into a Jurassic Park? <laughs> I mean, so I, I always <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> no. It's much harder to integrate I, in some some I, episodes. I can't. I can't. You can't what? I can't handle talking about those movies anymore. Talk about the first one. Talk about the first one all day. All day. Mm-hmm. Commentaries mm-hmm. on the first three. Yeah, I know. That was fun. I mean, it was fun, then boring, then fun again. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it goes through like a revival period. Yeah. So, um, Amanda, my my wife, Allie, did the commentary on The Lost World with us. Mm-hmm. She legit fell asleep. <laughs> While doing oh, the commentary. Oh, no. 100%. <laughs> well, Lost World was the third one? Second. Second one. Second one. Yeah. Where they bring the T-Rex to San Francisco. To city. Yeah. Oh, God. Look out. Yeah. Spielberg yeah. wanted to make a Godzilla movie. That one was pretty so he, bad. So he made it happen by forcing it into Jurassic Park 2. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to force this. Yeah. Because it wasn't uh, in the book. No. In the book, that doesn't happen. No, Ian Malcolm's dead. That's true. He's not even in the book. No. He dies hmm. in the book Jurassic Park. He does, yeah. He dies on the table. But I, but I think he is in the Lost World in the book. Is he actually? Yeah, I think they they do like a retcon where it's like... Oh, but he was still oh, alive? Yeah, he survived. We, we It turns out he survived. Somehow... It's really silly, yeah. Ian Malcolm returned. <laughs> <laughs> but then because Crichton basically was like, there's no way like... Grant, Doctor Grant, or Doctor Sadler are going back, right? So it's like that would which be are the crazy. Char- yeah, which of the characters can I feasibly make come back? And it's like, well, really, only Malcolm because he's kind of a wild card, right? And so anyway, I think I don't know. I I've, I've never read the book. I just remember being very interested in the differences between the book and the novel when it came out. I did read Jurassic Park the book. I've yeah, I read the original Jurassic Park book because I was obsessed with Jurassic Park, of course, and dinosaurs. Um, that's why Jurassic Park was one of my favorite movies of all time. And still is. Why not? It it holds up. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's a really good movie. It sure does. Um, the piano? Did you all see the piano? I didn't see the piano. He's I pretty understand. Good in that. He's wonderful. Yeah. In that. I really like him in that. Um, uh, in the Mouth of Madness. Did you see that one? He's so good. He's pretty movie. good in that one. Yeah. Where he's basically playing an, a Stephen King type. Yeah. 
What's his name in that? It's a great name. Oh no, it's not his name. Sutter Kane. Sutter is the, Kane is, is the, the Stephen King an yes. analogous uh, author that he's trying to find. Yes, I forgot that he doesn't actually play the the author. But. It's the movie theater scene. Oh, that's that's a great scene. Yeah. <laughs> um. That's a yeah. Isn't it's a John, also John in Carpenter the, movie. The Invisible Man one. He's in Memoirs of Invisible Man. I just remembered the scene where he's like walking himself out with the gun to his head. Yep. And he has to play that. He does. You know, that's, As a if, bad, that's a bad movie, but he's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's just Sam Neill. He's a great actor. <laughs> I feel um, like I'm lacking on my Sam Neill. Yeah, you got you to gotta dive into Neil. Have you seen Merlin? I am not. Three hours I know, of I know, Neil. I know, I'm missing out. It's great. <laughs> it's so good. I'm just I'm going through because I feel like he hasn't done a lot that I've watched either, but like. And it's one of the things that I was really, really happy to see because he's like in a true gruff old man phase now. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy to see that he's in a genuinely great movie at this stage of his career. Like, um, he was a voice in Legends of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahul. Of course he was. <laughs> of course he was. He Everyone from Australia. Alomir. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Name. He's a hot owl. <laughs> He's a hot owl. <laughs> um, Thor Ragnarok. He makes a cameo as the Odin actor. Yes. Um, let's Everyone see. laughed and laughed. Everyone laughed and laughed, and then yeah, he comes back in Love and Thunder. Um, unfortunately, and everyone laughed everyone and laughed. D- d- kind of <laughs> laughed, chuckled. I'd say like like subtle chuckles to themselves, like ha 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 ha. Um, Jurassic World Dominion, and uh, yeah, like again, he's done a lot. Like I'm, I'm just skipping over ones that I don't recognize. And um, well, he always goes like I think Wilder People is a great example of it. He always goes back to New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. At the it. end, yeah. at the end of the day, he always goes back home and works. Oh, he's in the Peter Rabbit movies. Well, there you go. Do you remember? Do you remember the Peter Rabbit movies? Is with it a- James Corden as Peter Rabbit? Ew, no. <laughs> <laughs> yep, same feels. Absolute <laughs> ill no. Oh boy. This is a wild cast. Peter Rabbit. I've never seen this movie. So you got Don Hall Gleason. Um or Donald Gleason. Donald. Which you taught me recently. I'm so bad at those fucking weird names. Hey. Um, <laughs> hey. That's my heritage, sir. <laughs> Just spell them normal. <laughs> Sersha? Get out of here. <laughs> anyway, um, Rose Byrne, Sam Neill, uh, and then voice actors, you got James Corden, boo, but you got Margot Robbie, Elizabeth Debicki, Daisy Ridley. What? Yeah, Sia. <laughs> what? <laughs> what year was this? Uh, let's see. This is 2018. It's a live action 3D computer animated live comedy action? film. What? Yeah. So Peter Rabbit's a 3D, 3D character. character. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, maybe that's the next thing for you to watch since you just watched all the chipmunk fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that same genre? <laughs> oh. He won't even call them films. <laughs> he calls them the chipmunk fucks. I have to tell you that we we just had movie trivia, and uh, I asked a question about the chipmunks movies. Yeah, because um, we had a whole round about anthropomorphic animals. So yeah. you got to talk about the chipmunks. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the question was one that I I always love these kinds of questions, and I always think they're fun. Yeah. Um, even if you've never seen the movies, you could theoretically get it. And it was name the subtitles to all three sequels because the first one's just called Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. Here and we go. We had a team name 
that was fuck the chipmunk question and fuck anyone who got it right. <laughs> so a team in the back, and anytime I like brought it up, I would look back and they would hold up their middle finger to me. They're, like I know them, they're obviously in yeah. jest, but it was yeah. very funny because they hated that question. The squeakquel, uh huh, chipwrecked, of course, and the road chip. Yeah, that's too many. <laughs> Too many chipmunk fucks. Four, four, <laughs> four chipmunk four fucks. fucks. Yeah. Uh, and the road chip, the fourth one, is the best one. That's so funny. By quite a wide margin, <laughs> I would argue. Uh, and it's Jason Lee as Dave. Uh huh. Is he in all of them? He is. Yeah. For some he reason, is okay, in what a am I, full body cast. What am I remembering in the second one? That's so funny. What and a- he's in like three or four scenes. <laughs> But the others, like all the, the yeah. three other ones, the the Squeakquel was the only one that was kind of like a, uh, and the Squeakquel is also by far the worst one. Mm, gotcha. I, I'm remembering there's some other movie similar to Alvin and the Chipmunks where Brecken Meyer is the- It's Garfield. Is it Garfield? Okay, yeah. that's what it is. He plays John? Yes, he plays John. Ah, uh, that makes sense. See, I, got, I get those uh-huh. those two movies, or franchises, I guess. I wonder confused. if it would be possible to Garfield without Garfield, the Garfield the movie? movie. That'd be pretty funny. That'd take a lot of work. Yeah. But if anyone could do it, I bet it would be very funny. <laughs> Just excise Garfield yeah. from the Garfield movie. You don't need him. Yeah, I don't need him. Yeah. Don't need him. Did you ever read those, Amanda? Garfield without I Garfield? Did. No. Garfield without Garfield? Yeah. yeah. It's just this online comic strip that literally took pre like already made Garfield comic strips and removes Garfield from them. So then it just oh. looks like John is this like crazy sad old man. Um where he's just like running through the kitchen going bees and like that's it. <laughs> that's that the sounds whole strip. fantastic. It's very funny. Okay. I need to check this out. Yeah. Or it's like him sitting by the phone. He's like, I hope someone calls me and then he picks it up and goes, Hello? And then hangs it up and it's just him sad in the third panel. And you're just like, oh my God. Garfield minus Garfield is very sad. Oh my gosh. Because you don't realize how much Garfield's little thought bubbles like are basically the setups and punchlines for most of the jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was early I, internet. Um, I was trying to look up m- movies that the kid who plays Ricky, Ricky Julian Baker, Dennison. See if he did any more things Deadpool that I would. Too. Saw that one. That's was fine. <laughs> he did the like thing. You saw that movie, or yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, but... I remember it being fine. <laughs> the movie. Yeah, it was Deadpool fine. Too. It was did fine. You see Deadpool two, Greg. Um, you know, I definitely did, but, but, I um. I immediately forgot it. I immediately forgot. And it's like, it was a record-breaking movie. This is something that's actually been stuck in my brain for a little (laughs) while. uh, Because there have been like all of these like on-set reports of like, oh, we're making Deadpool 3. And I'm like, I look at my watch and it's like, it's been almost 10 years. That's true, yeah. And like, how did you... How did you let it get this long from a record-breaking R-rated movie to making the third one? How was that? I mean, Deadpool 2 was 2018, so it's only been five years. Feels like 10. Okay. Because there was a pandemic. <laughs> well, oh, there was a pandemic. Oh, there it is. There it is. Okay. How come Sonic, yes, the, Sonic it's the Hedgehog out. 2 has taken 20 oh. years to make? He's like, well, no, that came out in 2020, Greg. Oh. Oh. 
no, no, no. The first one did. The first one came out. Yeah, that's what I mean. In 2020. Yeah, and the second one came out in 2022. Yeah. I'm making a joke. The so- how... Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is a genuine great movie. I agree. Yeah. I was just making a joke that it was just only two years, but because of the pandemic, you thought that it was a long time. I measured my life between the <laughs> time Sonic 1 and came out and Sonic 2 came oh, out. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I do remember seeing Sonic 1 in theaters when they reopened them briefly yeah. in 2020. Uh, but they didn't have new movies, so they were just like, well, Sonic was still a thing. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go see Sonic. And yeah. I went by myself, and it was great. Me too. Yeah. I forgot Sonic 2 even existed. Oh, it's great. It's the Avengers but I did of Sonic watch it. movie. You got Idris you, you did see it? I did see it. Idris Elba is Knuckles, baby. Again. He crushes it. Wiped from my memory. <laughs> gone. Yeah. It's gone. There's a whole weird side plot at a wedding. That is a weird side plot. You could lift that out of the movie. Yeah, it's so strange. Uh, so uh, back to Wilder People. Oh, yeah. Is there <laughs> anything else we want to say about this movie before we do our game? Do you want to talk about Reese Darby's cameo? I love Reese Darby. Role? I think this one's a little bit much. It's a little much, yeah. Yeah. Was he the Bushman? Yeah. yeah. Mm, yes. Yeah. Maybe I've... maybe my second least favorite part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, me too. After the funeral. I think the, my biggest... What I really loved about this movie was just the the relationship that grows and evolves. Mm-hmm. And for people who have like daddy issues like <laughs> me, it's perfect. Me like too. it's just hey. <laughs> my dad's there somewhere in your house. Never he visited my house. Here. Anyway. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so it's I think that's why I have that connection. <laughs> Greg loves when I bring up my daddy issues on a pod. Because he'll never listen. Uh, <laughs> go get him. Go get him. No, don't go get him. Go complete the big car. It'll be so embarrassing. It'll be so awkward. He'll literally be like, why'd you drag me over here to do this? It's the bottom of the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> Jays are up. The really Jays are up. Yeah, Dad, there's four more in it. <laughs> but, but the fifth is the turning point, Greg. <laughs> It's the most important one. It's the Wednesday of innings. (laughs) Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, no, it's good. But yeah, anyways, so for people who have like daddy issues, I feel this is a great movie to just (laughs) feel something. Yeah, it's true. And that relationship and like, I don't know. I just found it endearing, heartwarming. For me, I would probably... I feel it was on a list of mine of like movies that I'd watch when I feel sick or like yeah. when I'm sick, I just like cozy up and watch a movie. That probably was one of them, but I don't think I'd watch it anymore because I think I'll leave it yeah, where let it is it, now. It like, yeah. I honestly think it, it it's almost the opposite for me where, like I said before, I'm like, I don't know if I ever would have had the impulse to watch it, but now that I've watched it and like had such an emotional reaction to the ending, I'm like, I could see myself, you know, maybe not right away, but like in future years. Yeah. Being like, I should rewatch this. I remember being very having a cathartic moment with it. So, yeah, yeah. And when Ricky brought Bella's ashes mm. as well to the, that was also that was, really good because I feel nice. like they were able to over time just understand what each other's needs were without really saying or knowing i don't know yeah. i don't know how to put it into words well, it's also like them both grieving in different ways and like i feel like th- th- this is what they both kind of needed to grieve 
was yeah. this uh you know if you take out all the like kind of wild madcap you know the government hunting them down and stuff like just the the adventure itself was like i think really important for both of them and mm-hmm. and i yeah i really like the again I, I just love the ending i love that um sam neil has kind of rediscovered uh something because i feel like he was set right he's he's one of those characters that's like set in his ways he's like that's why he's like ah reading's dumb i never need to learn how to read and the fact that he's like no like i can always better myself and improve myself and and he learned that through through this young boy and then uh ricky also obviously the more obvious one is like he was a foster kid he was tossed around in the system and and never thought that anyone would want him and that's why he rebelled and having this father figure who's like suddenly like oh like someone actually does care for me and he he basically learned people will care for me even if like you know mm-hmm. even if they're not always in your life like and i think that's really lovely he went from a bad egg to a good egg <laughs> <laughs> oh, i wanted to say too that like the bit at the beginning uh where the uh the person's reading off all the crimes that he's committed and it shows the little clips i think that's really wonderful editing and like really funny where it's like you know kicking stuff (laughs) stealing stuff stuff, burning things and then like loitering and he's just like on the freeway like just dancing around or whatever it's like spitting spitting's one yeah i just i thought that was a really uh lovely little bit of comedy do you remember um i completely forgot in the first watch that there was a the girl on the horse. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and her, that and her plot, family yeah. completely forgot about it. And then who loves sausage? The, yeah, and the dad and his like. Rick, you're Ricky. Take Baker. a selfie. Yeah, take, Can a, I take selfie? a selfie. Dad, it's not a selfie. <laughs> I have to take it for you. Um, yeah, actually, I, I forgot about that scene. Uh, even right now, as you were talking, I forgot about it until you mentioned it. Right, but I like that scene. I think it's really good, especially like like the they're playing the music. As he's like falling asleep, and that's why he forgets to go check in on on Heck. But, uh, on Heck. <laughs> but I think it's a really lovely little scene. Yeah. Overall, delightful. Agreed. Good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also tried to write my own haiku for this oh. uh, podcast. Please try. Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, this movie is dope. Hunt for the Wilder People. The List Podcast. Dope. The title nice. of this. Uh, this title, the title is dope. <laughs> That's lovely. Thank nice. you for, thank you for that haiku. Anytime. That was, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not convinced you think it's great. Oh, that's uh, my thing. I was going to say, that's just Greg. That's, Greg seems insincere, but he's yeah, very sincere. That's I okay. am. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm a professional actor, and I can't make people think that I mean what I say in my regular life to save my life. You convinced me. Okay. Good acting. Thanks. All right. You want to play a game? I would love to. So, Amanda, we, uh, as tradition on this podcast, uh, the end of every episode, we play a game that I create. Uh, that is in some way related to the movie we're talking about. Um, no pressure. Okay. It's just for fun. Okay. When people <laughs> say it's for fun, I always feel more pressure. <laughs> okay. In that case, it is for everything on the line. Okay. I'm just sweating. <laughs> That's fine. It's fine. It's good. Uh, this game is called Who's Their Daddy? Oh. 
I'm going to give you uh, a couple children from uh, movies and TV. Okay. Because there's just more to pull from from TV. Uh, and you have to name who their daddy is. Make sense? Yep. Um, do you want to take turns? We'll do ta- we'll do turns because sure. the it's harder to buzz in when it's uh, uh, remote. So we'll start with you, Amanda. Oh. Because <laughs> I can see how excited and not nervous you are. <laughs> All right. So who is their daddy? Jem and Jean Louise, aka Scout. Hmm. Atticus. Atticus is correct. Atticus Finch from To Kill a Mockingbird. One point to Amanda. I got a point. You did. Greg, this one's for you. Yeah. Um I'm gonna try and find hard ones for you. Oh, you bastard. (laughs) 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 Uh Bubbles, Buttercup, Blossom. Well, they're the Powerpuff girls. Who's their dad? Their dad is Mr. Powerpuff. Incorrect. Damn. Amanda for the steal? Um, Dr. Plutonium? No. S- oh, so close. Professor Plutonium. So, still nope. so close. It is Professor. <sighs> professor? Ur- uranium. Also close. Uh, I'll give it to Amanda. It's Professor Utonium. Utonium. Yes. That's it. Um, like, maybe Professor Daddy. Uh, yeah, Professor Daddy. <laughs> All right, so two points to Amanda. Damn. <laughs> and next one's for you, Amanda. Cersei, Jamie, Tyrion. Fuck. <laughs> Daddy Lannister. <laughs> Greg for the steal. Tywin Lannister. Tywin Lannister is correct. There that is go. their daddy. Charles Dance. Yep. <laughs> All right, Greg. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Ashley, Nikki, Hillary, Carlton. Oh, that's um, Phil. What's his name? What's his full name? Uh, <laughs> Phil, Uncle Phil. That's <laughs> Phil. Uh, <laughs> Phil Connors. <laughs> Amanda for the steal. Phil Banks. Yeah, Philip Banks. Another point to Amanda. God damn it. This is how I want to do all the games now. <laughs> <laughs> just, just make Craig have to really dig deep. Um, <laughs> uh, oh shit, what happened? Okay, here we go. Uh, what's This next one's for Amanda. Uh, Bill, Charlie... Percy, Fred, George, Ron, and Ginny. I'm going to have to go with Arthur Weasley. That is correct. Arthur Weasley is correct from the Harry Potter films. Dude can get it. Yeah, well. (laughs) You seen Molly? (laughs) Molly's hot. All right. uh, (laughs) She's fiery, too. All right. uh, Next one for Greg. Yeah. Tina, Jean, mm. mm. Louise. Tina, Jean, and Louise? Yeah, all three of them. Yeah? <laughs> oh, um, Bob Bolcher? Belcher? <laughs> yeah, of, it's Bob Belcher. Yeah. Bob yeah. Bolcher? Belcher? <laughs> from Bob Belcher from Bob's, Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. That's right. Yeah. You got it. 
Woohoo! I got one. You got one. So uh, the score is four to one. Two. I stole one. Uh, okay. He did steal one. Oh yeah, I forgot. Um. All right. Next one is. All right. You got Tywin. That's right. Yes, um, I did. You did. Yes. Took so, a little dance. So is that? Wait, is that two to two then? Two, two to three. Two, two to three. Three to four. I don't, five, I don't so know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> it's all for fun. This is just for fun. <laughs> Uh, all right, next one for Amanda. <clears throat> Edward, Rosalie, Go. Emmett, God Jasper, Alice. Uh, he's a vampire daddy. <laughs> I'm a vampire. <laughs> He's all of a adopted children to be. Oh, what is his name? Is <laughs> I know like... it. I know Greg. <laughs> Greg's the weirdest, biggest fan of the series <laughs> you'll ever meet. Oh, I'd like to know more about this at a later date. Um, I I I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Greg for the seal, Carlisle. It is Cullen, Carlisle Cullen. That's right. Oh, Vampire yes, daddy, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. vampire zaddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's uh, three to four now. Yes. Good work. Well done. I have a chance. This one's for you, I have a chance to tie it. This is for you? Yeah. Eric. Eric. Corey. Just Eric and Corey? Yep. Oh, this is the dad on Boy Meets World. (laughs) Uh, What's his name, Greg? Um, Mr. Feeney? No. (laughs) surrogate dad perhaps a father figure (laughs) i don't know i don't know his name amanda for the steel i i know what he looks like i didn't even know they had a dad wow wow (laughs) wow i'm so disappointed in both of you i'm sorry this this is gonna be five points to me sean neither of you get it (laughs) um let's call him david no (laughs) any guesses greg um let's see aside from sean well that's his friend friend. that's his topanga no No. that's his girlfriend um what both gonna kick yourself what about um robert no his name is alan matthews you fucks Uh, well how dare you (laughs) i didn't know he was a character He's great. He's well, one of my favorite characters in that show. Really? He's a really good dad. He doesn't seem like he's around much. <laughs> well, it's because most of it happens at school. Yeah. So Dads don't go to school. <laughs> maybe this guy should have if well, he wanted me to remember who he was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we're still at four to three. Yeah. And this next one is for Amanda. Amanda? Yes. Francis... Reese, Malcolm, Dewey. Uh, Who's their daddy? This is Malcolm in the middle, isn't it? Well, certainly seems that way. <laughs> that name is in the middle of these names. <laughs> um. So I've never seen the show ever. Oh. But Kevin just started recently watching it. Amazing. I've watched maybe two episodes and i so you have seen the show just recently all right but it's still but you lied to yeah. us earlier but yeah it's fine 
<laughs> All right, he's up. <laughs> She's family. I can do this. <laughs> yeah, and like from the one or two episodes that I have seen, I couldn't, couldn't tell you his what name. His Greg no. for the steal. Well, you need both names, right? Oh, like first and last? Yeah. No. No, it's Hal. Then. It's just Hal, yeah. yeah. I think, I, I actually, w- very briefly researching this, obviously, <laughs> like I didn't spend a lot of time on it, but I did briefly see, like, do they ever give them a last name? And I don't think they do. I don't really? think in the show they're ever given a last name. I think weird. that's one of the weird, like, quirks of it. And that's, wh- that's why, like, you know, he's always referred to as Hal from mm-hmm. Lois, and then obviously they just call him Dad. And mm-hmm. I don't think there's any moments where it's like, oh, Mr. So-and-so. Like, right. Like, I think they they work around it in a weird way with the writing where they never reveal last name. I could be 100% wrong because yeah. it's been so long since I watched it, but just looking it up and everything, I couldn't find a last name for the life of me. So, And the only <laughs> reason I know that is because of YouTube uh, clip comparisons that were very popular during the run of Breaking Bad. Sure, yeah. <laughs> just to see, like... Look Never. how different and similar yeah, these characters White are. Used to be this goofy guy, am I right? That's yeah. crazy. All right, so we're tied up four four. So this final one will be for all the marbles. All the marbles in because China. Neither of you got Alan Matthews. All right. <laughs> Somebody's a better buddy. Uh, and I will just—it'll be a sudden death. So just whoever says the name correct name first oh. will take it. All right. Making all of the other rounds completely void. Oh, well, God. you needed to get... It would have been not void if... We had to get here. It wasn't tied. Let's go. All right. Alex, Haley, Luke. Phil. Do you know the last name? Phil. Duh. <laughs> Phil Dunphy. You're, you're right Dunphy. there. Yeah, Amanda got it before Greg. It's Phil Dunphy. <laughs> I Greg had, tried to steal it. I but, had no uh, idea. Just, uh, there's a bit of a delay in yeah. the recording. That's why it may have sounded like he said it before her, but he didn't. Uh, <laughs> I no, had, we can give it to Greg. No, no, no Amanda no. wins. Amanda wins. Greg loses. I had no idea who it was until you said Phil. And then I was like, oh, is this... It's and then I didn't know family. until you said the word, the, until you said like the D sound. Yeah, duh. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's done. No, this was, it was a teamwork. Yeah, we did sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Okay, you both oh, right. We got there. Half points. Yeah. Um, you both get half a point, so that means four and a half for you, four and a half for you. But I got five points for yeah. not, you not getting Alan, so I win. So true. Alan wins. All right, great. Alan wins at his own <laughs> game. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> I'll collect my winnings. Uh, in memory of Bob Barker. Ah, uh, yes. R.I.P. He died yesterday at the age of 99. That's a long life. Yeah. It's a long life. Yeah. But unfortunate that he couldn't get and, to 100. And just yeah. think of how many poor animals were spayed and or neutered because of him. Because of mm-hmm. him, yeah. 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 <laughs> Lucy is still at our zoo. So. <laughs> Who the fuck is Lucy? <laughs> Lucy the elephant? At the Edmonton Zoo? Yeah. There's Edmonton an Edmonton has zoo? a zoo? <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, Bob Barker had this whole thing where he wanted to save Lucy. I vaguely remember something about this, but he had like a I 100% forgot slash didn't know Edmonton had a zoo. Yeah. <laughs> and I did not know the name of the elephant. It's so not as extravagant. All as you uh, Edmonton listeners, they were just howling at that reference, I bet. Like, <laughs> hooting and hollering. <laughs> Yep. Here's another thing for you, Edmonton listeners. Connor McDavid. All right. Let's uh, 
Congratulations on the resign or whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'm sure you guys are going to win a you're, cup with him. Yeah, you're, it's definitely working out for you. Yeah, putting all your eggs in one basket. Just, uh, just saying, <laughs> if you don't win a cup with him, you'll never hear the end of it. It's true. Hockey. Hockey. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, that was who's their daddy. That was fun. That was a little game. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. There you go. Thanks for uh, keeping think, to make these games. I know <laughs> they're great. I, I forgot. I have to do fifty. Of you got to do fifty individual games. That On can top be played. Of the other like shit this. I do that's like this all the time. Yeah, like, I got like seven different trivia nights in September. Anyway. Anything that can cross over, like, uh, well, that's the thing. I actually bring thought them to of me because I, I can never one. go to trivia. <laughs> I know. I have no I nights. Know. I know. I th- I thought of this one because I did do at Citizen Trivia. I did a Who's Their Daddy round where it was uh-huh. not just movies and TV. It was like all genres. So I'd say like from film, this person, you know, from literature, um, and I thought of just pulling that and just using it but i was like because i no offense to any listeners who come to citizen trivia i dumbed down that a lot trivia okay. a lot uh it was a very easy round <laughs> like one of them was luke skywalker you know oh you gotta have a couple of those to start off with Uncle so people Owen. feel really comfortable yeah exactly and then uh and then you do a, uh, some trickier ones but even the trickier ones i'm like these guys are gonna get the man it. raised him and gets no credit that's true uncle owen and amperu i mean did he did he raise him much though? Yeah, didn't teach him very many values. Saved saved him from that from that dark sister who was coming to kill him in the mm, middle of the night that on Tatooine. Doesn't Tatooine. sound like canon. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a fan. <laughs> sounds like a fan movie that yeah. Disney Plus dr- dropped. Yeah, all right. I will say we do miss trivia. Yeah, well, here. you know, if you move to Calgary, <sighs> there's so much trivia. That you could play. Also, like, it's a better city. Month. Also, it's a better city. Yeah. Um, you know, we've more recently won a cup. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Damn it! I forgot. <laughs> Driving in your city is scary, though. Driving in your city is scary. <laughs> it's just getting used to it. Yeah. No. It's it's oh. whatever's foreign, like no. whatever's like less comfortable, or like what you don't know is always scary. Any other city I drive in, I'm way more scared than driving in Calgary, but. But I get if you aren't used to Calgary driving, it this would be scary. So you know, y'all are harsh drivers. Well, <laughs> not I, you. Guys. I find that everywhere, though. Honestly, like That's I true. think just drivers in general are awful. I yeah. hate them. Yeah. 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 Just go the speed I, limit. It's fine. You'll you'll get there. Mm-hmm. I hate that shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Greg, do you go the speed limit? No. You fuck. No, I go ten kilometers <laughs> over. Oh god. All right, that's okay. A, a, a modicum amount over. Yeah, I go 90 and an 80. Yeah, that's understood to me. It's when mm-hmm. people are going like like 120 and an 80, and I'm like, why? I've had, I've had these. You're like, going to hurt someone or, yeah. or get, to your, get to your location five minutes earlier than you would have. Like, is it re- worth it? Yes. No. <laughs> Greg. I do enjoy when people like speed, mm. like they're tailgating me, and yeah. then they go around me and they speed up significantly only to hit a red light. Oh, oh, the best. It's the best feeling in the world. The best feeling. Yeah. I sometimes I sometimes side-eye them when I pull up next to them at that red light, but I don't do anything more than that because I'm scared <laughs> that they'll shoot me. Do you have a little uh, do you have a little fedora and cigar decal in your window? <laughs> yeah, I'm the, I'm the driving crooner. <laughs> Roll up your window. <laughs> I thought they were trying to st- steal my decals. <laughs> All boy, right. Boy. Well, well we, did it. It. we yeah. did it. We did it, everybody. What a good time. Yeah, that was fun. Thank mm-hmm. you so much, Amanda, for being on our show. That's right. You'll Thank be on you again. For 
for future episodes. I already told you which ones. I'm so excited. Yeah, don't spoil them here. <laughs> but I won't. Um, but yes, and then uh, uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, if uh, well, there, there's probably some Edmonton listeners that were that are mad at me for decrying their city. Um, so if you want to bring them back, if around. you want your hair done, yeah, come see me at Carp Hair Team. I do hair. Yeah, I do good hair. She does good hair. I do good hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best, as far as I know, the best hairstylist in Edmonton. So there you go. Oh, thanks. You can quote me on that. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, it was so much fun being on your guys' podcast, and I look forward to our future episodes. Hell yeah! Awesome. And as we usually sign off here, bye. bye. <laughs> Oh, I forgot to plug everything. Oh, shit. Oh, well. Uh <laughs>